I'm Dan Lipinski. I'm Bill Lipinski. And I'm Ray Hanania. And I'm John Cass. And we're uh, excited to have our guest uh, join us, John Cass, longtime columnist, former Chicago City Hall reporter, good friend to all of us, and uh, now the editor and publisher in his own right of johncastnews.com, where he can read all of his columns and guest columns. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Ray. Welcome. And uh, welcome to John Cass News again. Tomorrow you'll be in the, you're writing a, be writing about uh, the demise of the Reagan Democrats. And demise how, and rise. And how can a nation uh, exist without a center? I don't That's know. Right. Without, we'll we see. need a center in this country, don't I, we? I can't, I can't wait oh, to learn how they're going to rise again. So, so our first, listen, our first topic, we wanted to kind of look at the aftermath, not the results of the election, but what did it do to Republican and Democratic politics? Obviously, the Republicans didn't do as great as everybody was, uh, you know, forecasting. And then how does that impact the upcoming presidential election? Bill, you want to start? I'll be happy to go first. Uh, yes, it was a very big disappointment for the Republicans. Uh, fortunately for them, they did capture the uh, House of Representatives. I don't know what they'll be able to do other than block uh, some of uh, Joe Biden's legislation, perhaps, which you know could be a very good thing, but they certainly won't be able to initiate anything with the uh, the few vote majority that they have in the House of Representatives. But I want to just go back to the uh, election day itself one more time. Uh, I still firmly believe the reason that uh, the uh, Republicans did so poorly was the fact that, as my son Dan has said many times. The American people don't like either one of the two parties at the present time. Uh, that was number one. Number two, uh, a lot of people, uh, a lot of moderate Republicans, a lot of independents don't like former President Trump. Uh, former President Trump stuck the Republican Party with a lot of very, very poor candidates, unfortunately. Uh, we've already, before we started this program, talked about the uh, uh, Dr. Oz, but we won't go through the list of casualties the Republicans had because of uh, Donald Trump's uh, meddling in the primary. We also have to remember all the money that the Democrats spent to get these inferior candidates on the ballot for the Republicans. I don't know what the number was, but it was an awful lot of money. And then last but not least, the abortion issue. Uh, Democrats went very hard on abortion. The Republicans, after finally getting that passed by the Supreme Court, the rejection of Roe v. Wade, did nothing. They didn't defend it. They said nothing about it. They ran away from the issue. Those, to me, are all the reasons that the Republicans did so poorly. Who's Dan, up next, Ray? Dan, what do you think? And what happened to our, our, our special guest going first? We'll we'll get him. We're we're gonna get him. We're we're just making him listen to us a little bit. You know, he's the big I shot gracious. now. I want to be gracious before Bigfoot all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. That's why I wanted to put now. I read uh -oh. his site. I read his website now more than I used to read than I used to read the Chicago Tribune. So say la vie to them. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, all right, going forward, uh, questions. Uh, who? What is the Republican Party now? Uh, I think that's a big question for Republicans. Uh, 
the uh, whoever the Speaker of the House is going to be, um, I have my doubts. Kevin McCarthy is going to get the votes. Whoever it's going to be will be able to do absolutely nothing. Um, the only thing that need what needs to be done. Uh, I mean, Republicans are hoping that Democrats pass a debt ceiling increase in lame duck. That looks less likely. Uh, they're hoping the Democrats would do that so they didn't have to deal with it because the House, a lot of House Republicans will never vote for it. Uh, we'll see where that, how that crisis gets uh, averted or not. Uh, the House Republicans are not going to be able to pass anything. Uh, so the Senate will uh, try to pass bills to try to uh, set up the 2024 election and say we pass these Democrats want these things, Republicans don't. Uh, we need to elect a uh, re-elect a Democratic president and elect a Democratic House. And the Senate will just keep putting more of these judges uh, in the federal courts, hopefully not a Supreme Court justice added on. Um, and so we're all going to be looking, unfortunately, uh, as Washington does nothing, looking at 2024 and does Donald, what's Donald Trump going to What's going to wind up with Donald Trump is uh, I'm waiting for uh, I, I'm waiting for John to tell us uh, what's going to happen with with Donald Trump now that he he's running. Um, does is Biden really going to be the candidate in 2024? Democrats can't dump him. He's going to have to you know either do it himself or he, uh, unless something very obvious obvious happens that he can't uh, he, he can't really continue on or run again. Uh, so those are going to be the uh, the, the big questions as it's, as we move forward. I see the campaign going. Fetterman is the better man for president. <laughs> John, what do you, what do you think? Lurch for president. Lurch. Yeah. Lurch. Hey, he's popular. Lurch was. Hey, I'm, uh, I, first I have to report, and I I don't know if we've gone into it because I didn't know when we were on live or not, but uh, the Tribune just called me. Uh oh, lost it. It was like, Mr. Cass, can you take a call from the Tribune? And immediately I thought, you know, oh, my God, it's my old friends. And they're calling to apologize and say, would you please come back? But it wasn't. It was a, la a nice lady who said, um, nice woman who said, uh, would you like the fr a free copy of, of, of Sunday's newspaper? And I said, no, thank you. You're too polite, Jen. I said I could. I said a few choice words, but you know, it's no good at beating her up. What did she do? She's just following orders. She's the phone banker. Like as Ray Hanania said, a respectable fish would want to be wrapped in that paper. Anyway, That's true. I'm looking at a news, uh, uh, a cartoon drawn or sent to me by a mutual friend of all of us, but he doesn't like to be mentioned in newspapers so i'm just going to call him the wise man okay and the wise man sends me the the cartoon is of joe biden very skinny legs trent running around like a course like a track with his hands up in the air and he says we lost the house and most voters disapprove of my job performance yay that's a victory lap so, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next two years uh, with respect to Donald Trump and uh, the 
Florida Governor DeSantis, and anyone else. I like get out there, campaign. Let's see what you got. And uh, the more the merrier and let the people decide. I know that's a radical idea, you know, but. I, but you- I, I get the sense, though, right now that uh, the Republicans who don't want Trump all are getting behind DeSantis, even though DeSantis really hasn't, you know, hasn't had that much of an opportunity to, to people don't really know who Ryan DeSantis is. He's he's, you know, looked great to Republicans over the last uh, couple of years um, is as the governor of, of Florida over the last four years. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, John. I, I, I think the Republicans really need to take a look at all the possible candidates. It seems like here, here we are two years before the uh, the election. Uh, more than a year before primary start, and already it's uh, Trump or DeSantis. Who, who's your choice? And, and, and I don't think that's going to do the Republicans any good. Two years to go, and let's enjoy it, you know? And Biden is like a double whammy of uh, uh, Gerald Ford getting hit by twice as many golf balls, you know, walking around, and yet the Republicans still c- couldn't make the headway that they normally might have. What happened to them? Joe well, Biden led the Democrats to victory on Tuesday, made him assured to be their presidential candidate. They can't get rid of him now. They, How they can they? My question about the Santos is, can he stand up to Donald Trump in a primary? Can any Republican stand up to Donald Trump? In I a think primary? so. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think uh, what hurt Donald Trump in the minutes uh, right before the primary, right before the election, was his suggestion that he would drop a dime, uh, like almost blackmailing DeSantis, saying, I know stuff that even his wife doesn't know. Now, that's the kind of thing that you might say to someone if you want to muscle them out of a race in private. You don't say that publicly on the record, in, you know, so that all the people can see, because it makes you look kind of creepy and, you know, despicable. That- that's been his problem the whole time, that uh, conversation with that kid Bush on that uh, celebrity TV program, the quote that got out. He tends to say stuff that hurts him all the time. Yeah. He got great right. policies. He just can't focus on them. But what about all the candidates he backed? It looked like a lot of them lost. What was that about? Was it him? Oz lost. Oz lost, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. Who else lost? Who else, who were the others that lost? There, were, there was a whole group, a slew of uh, congressional yeah. candidates he supported. His candidate for governor in uh, Arizona lost. Carrie yeah. Lake, yeah. I mean, she was a, you know, had been on TV for a number of years, an attractive woman, very articulate. If she didn't go all overboard for Trump, I think she would have won that race, and she might have been able to, you know, even uh, help out the Senate candidate, although. He was a rather poor candidate. But he would have been he would have been better in a better position had not Mitch McConnell uh, spent a lot of wasted a lot of money in, in Alaska between two Republicans. Maybe he could have maybe Mitch McConnell could have spent some money on Blake Masters, right? Well, I don't think Mitch was interested in seeing that any of that Donald Trump's candidates got elected, quite frankly. I think he's happy they all went down the drain. Right, and he's the target. Now that he's out there, Mitch McConnell is the representative of the, what I used to call back in the day, the combine. 
but nationally. He's the combine turtleneck uh, and, uh, you know, cocaine Mitch and all that with the, the wife, uh, you know, all that about uh, shipping lanes and China and everything. All that is out there. Well, the only thing good about this election, right, is that uh, the Senate can pass all of Joe Biden's nominees, right? If if they could, uh, you know, if uh, if there's an, uh, a vacancy on the Supreme Court, can't they drive that through with that one extra vote they have now? Of course, elections have consequences, right? Well, unless my hero Joe finds some way to be against these people, uh, you know, that, that might po- possibly happen and bring his friend along, you know, uh, what are, I always forget what her name is, but we all know who I'm talking about. Kristen Cinema. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they might still be able to do some good for America, those two. Well, well doesn't. No, I, I think that. Uh, there, presumably, Herschel Walker is going to go down to Warnock, and Warnock's going to win, give Democrats 51 seats in the Senate. And not having Joe Manchin there is, is, as the uh, 50th necessary vote is really going to, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help uh, Joe Biden uh, significantly, I, I think. Now, since the House is going to be Republican, it's not going to matter that much for legislation, but Maybe somewhat on uh, on the nominees, uh, not having to uh, go go to Joe Manchin. Yeah, Kirsten Cinema will now be the the deciding vote if uh, if they need it. Doesn't Kamala TikTok Harris have a deciding vote in a tie in the Senate? Yeah, with her funny little goofy things on TikTok. That uh, is she really the vice president? I mean, has she done vice presidential things? Could she take over? If something she happened down, to Biden, border, she because she's in charge of the border. She went down there. Has she gone down there yet? Not, not to not to the border in Texas. Not not in the Rio Grande. Not standing there. She You're could she could there. have stood with Henry Cuellar, the last since since the Lipinskis left Congress. Cuellar, the last of the moderate Democrats. He's right. trying to he's trying to uh, do something there, and he has no no chance. The whole region is overwhelmed. It's lawlessness. She didn't go. So we're going to see. I really don't understand. I don't understand how we can have so many people coming across the border day after day after day. And the Biden administration really does nothing about it whatsoever. I cannot believe that the American people are not more enraged about the situation. The only thing I can conclude is that the national news media says nothing about it whatsoever. Well, those are new democratic votes. Can I offer something? Yeah. Back to the, let's bring it to Chicago. When the mayor of Chicago, Richard M. Daly, the the imposter, not the real Daly, the imposter Daly, um, when in the department of Tony Pachillo, uh, anybody who was connected to Tony had a nice new blazer paid for by the taxpayer with leopard interior seats and all, all sorts of doodads. And I couldn't believe this. You know, I'm like, wait till the mayor finds out about this. You guys are screwed. And I, and I got to the mayor and he wasn't, he was like, uh, what? Uh. And then I realized if it, it happens, it's because the mayor wanted it to happen, just like Joe Biden 
you know, he's got Mayorkas out there, all this, the dog and pony show, like they're trying to stop something. It's all a joke. They're allowing it. They want it to be done. They want us invaded. Who wins in a... They're succeeding. Who wins in a Biden-Trump presidential battle? Oh, I don't Re- even rematch. That. Oh. <laughs> God. That's... Joe, Joe Manchin, independent. Could he? You think he could be drafted? You think somebody could be drafted? Hey, I, I don't I don't see how Manchin wins for the Dan. Senate again. Dan is frozen. John looks like he's falling what no, if he switches Ray, and becomes a Republican? Joe, yeah, what if Joe Manchin? That's a, that, that's a good question. I don't know how accepted he would be. We got to get a new engineer on this program. I, I don't know how accepted Manchin would be by the by the Republicans. I think he needs to just go out in a blaze of glory and run for president as an independent. Can he that's do that? Do you think he can muster any support like a, a centrist, you know, conservative Democrat, a liberal Republican. Is there something, John, is a liberal Republican, or is that just something I keep making up? It's something that you wish existed, just like uh, we look for centrist Democrats or Reagan Democrats. But now I think uh, the time, the thing about politics is there's a time when the windows open and there's a time when the windows close. And in terms of centrist Democrats and liberal Republicans, well, still, we still have those. Look at Adam Kinzinger. Can he cry some more? I I don't consider him a liberal. I just consider him a traitor, self-serving, him and Liz Cheney. I don't like either one of them, but that's me. Anyway. There's no anyway. You can say what you want. It's all right. Well, I, I... you know, I'm sorry that he cried. Republican was Henry Clutch. I Henry, didn't hear you. Get the Henry, engineer going. No, it's uh, it, Bill, your internet, I think, was, but it's it's good. We can hear you. So go ahead, Bill. You can hear me? Okay. No, yes. I just said the last liberal Republican was Henry Cabot Lodge. That's wow. all. I'm sure all you people remember him well. I do. Good. How popular was he at the time, or was he criticized by the Republican Party? No, he was very popular. He was one of the leaders in the Senate. And we don't have anything like that, though, today, right? No, we we, we certainly do not. So but it's I, like... I think we beat the national picture into no place over here because none of us really know what's going to happen. How would you like to talk about who the next mayor of Chicago is going to be? Yes. Everybody's oh. running. Go ahead, John. Well, Pat Quinn held an announcement today, news conference, that he's not running oh is that right oh Oh, man i missed that he's not running wow that i that was something i thought maybe chewy garcia might do too you know but chewy's Chewy's thing is when he's asked what is your financial plan he'll say i'll get i'll call you in a month he's run for almost every office hey uh, well I watched Chewy's uh, announcement video. I'm like, holy cow, this guy is he's a conservative. Look at look at this. I, 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 it's unbelievable uh, who, who he has in the video, how what a calm person he was who wants to fix the schools and end and the crime problem. I was like, <laughs> who is who is this guy? Well, you don't fix the schools. The only way to fix the schools is to push real school choice. 
so that the dollars uh, follow the kids, not the institutions. And the only way to solve crime is to fire David Brown and do something about Kim Fox and Tony Preckman. And the only one that I see running for office that even brings these two issues up is Paul Bells. Now, is he too white to run in a city now, in this city? We'll see. How, how many well, white I, candidates do you think will be running for mayor? Well, as long as, Paul, as long as uh, Pat Quinn decided not to run, I still think Ballas is in pretty good shape. But I want to say this about Ballas. He might be a terrific uh, mayor. I don't know, but he could possibly be. But he's a terrible campaigner. Somebody that's close to him has got to get to him and tell him he doesn't have to tell us everything that he knows every time he gets an opportunity to speak. In he minute detail. And I have a feeling that John Cass might possibly have some kind of link to Paul Vallis. And if I was advising Paul, John, I would tell him, make my speeches much, much shorter. We know how smart you are. We've heard you say, talk that way for 20 years now. I want them real short, but I also want to cut my columns down to 850 words. And for some reason, I can't, like when I get to a 1,200 words, it starts hurting. I can't get there. Well, you mean Not cutting down to 1,200? John, I completely understand you. Yeah. I want, to get, I want to get to 850, and I think I'm going to do it from now on. After this last the Ray Hanania column uh, where he talks about centrism, uh, I think it'll all be 850 words. Yeah. Think, you know, like something, a simple issue, like, Lori, did you deliver the pizza? Did you see the news, the, the, uh, the uh, commercials of Lori Lightfoot delivering pepperoni? She's oh, like, yeah. you, want, you want pepperoni? And how about a thousand jobs? It's both lie. Lori, listen to me, Lori. I used to like you. We supported, I supported you and gave her, you a hug at Tom Serafin's party. So listen to me. Your issue is not pepperoni. It's sausage. You brag that the, your sausage, you had the biggest Italian sausage in the country, in the city, bigger than the Italians. Stay with, don't, don't mix the message. It's confusing people. Well, she, she has to get out of the uh, bike path though. You know, with her car when she runs in to pick up her bakery goods, also. Yeah, great. We weren't in the press room, but can you imagine? Okay, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, all of a sudden, the, uh, the, that story comes over. Uh, Lightfoot apologizing for being in the, for letting her bodyguards block the way, even though she's the. Didn't she see the, the limousine parked in the bike lane? I, I liked it when we were at City Hall, you and I were feeding on a table of uh, fruits, strawberries that they had out in front of the City Hall press room. And all of a sudden, we both had this feeling there's a presence near us. And yeah. we turned around and there was Mayor Daly just kind of moping like, hey, lonely guy, yeah. just by himself, just like. And we looked and we go, you're the mayor. I know, and it's he, like he's just hanging on us, and it was like, "What is wrong with this picture?" 
It was like he wanted to hang out. Like, can I hang out with you guys? Like, you know, your little it was doing a little brother thing. Right. He was like the little brother and didn't know what to do. We gave him. I think you gave him a strawberry at the time. Maybe that's what started everything. Were were either one of you guys there when the real mayor was mayor of Chicago? Olandic. When the real mayor daily? No, but I did. I, I did. I did. Uh, I did cut school one day when I was a kid, and I was at Crocs and Bertano's, which is a store that you no, know, a bookstore that no longer exists in Water and, Tower Place. No, I was on Wabash. Okay, and uh, and I dropped some cash, like singles. You know, it was like I was shopping, and I, I dropped a few, and I all of a sudden these, these gleaming. Oxfords, you know, showed up in the picture because I was looking down. I was trying, and it was himself. Oh, himself! Oh. And he get, gives me the crumpled dollar bill, and he says, "Here, here, son." And I thought, "This is daily, and he knows I ditched." That's the first thing I thought. He's daily, and he knows I ditched. He's going to tell my parents, but he didn't. I got to meet uh, Richard J. Daly and Colonel Jack Riley. At an event, my first assignment, and then wow. four weeks later, he passed away. What are you going to do? And that was it. My real mayor. He had, he had a great personality, Richard J. And he had and a great he, wife who helped him out very, very much. I'll, I'll tell one quick story. Uh, my wife, my daughter, my son, and I all went down to a, after I was elected alderman, the mayor had a little party for all the aldermen. We all went through the line, uh, you know, being greeted by the mayor. And I went through the line. We didn't mention the names or anything like that. And he said hello and he moved me on. And then all of a sudden I saw his wife poke him in the ribs. And she says, that's the new alderman of the 23rd Ward, Lipinski. And he jumped and ran down and said, oh, alderman, I was so busy. I didn't recognize you. I'm really sorry about that. He puts his arm around me. We're going to work together. We're going to accomplish a great deal for Chicago. Thank you very much for being here. I see you have a wonderful family. I said, well, thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Now, could you ever have seen his son do something like that? No. I don't think he'd, even if he, even if it was important to him, he wouldn't. No, do it. no. Unfortunately, not at not. all. Not at all. So we're kind of like uh, in a malaise here and going into Chicago election. There's no big front runner, is there? Well, don't we have Lori Lightfoot? Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. Nobody wants her, though, do they? Don't we have the criminals uh, want them, want her, but do they really have a vote? They want Tony Preckwinkle to protect them with Kim Fox. And Kim and Tony Preckwinkle is a big cheese in Chicago now, even though, you know, she lost to Lori because of Ed Burke. You know, Ed Burke splashed up on her, and it was over. But I don't, I don't see uh, Tony Preckwinkle becoming an issue because the newspapers don't want to touch her. They don't want to mention it. They don't want to. They want to avoid it. They endorsed her. And they, they just want to let it go and leave it there. Ray Lopez, I, I always thought was a great guy, but now with Chewy Garcia in the race, I think it pulls out the rug from him. He could have been the only Hispanic. Maybe it would have given him some vote. And Hispanics seem to be 
Hispanics seem to be breaking away from this, you know, the African American vote. Like they're oh yeah, want, they want to go in their own direction. Well, why wouldn't they? They're they're tired of they were under the Harold Washington when we were at City Hall. They were the little brown brother. They're tired of being the little brown brother because they're eventually going to be dominant, and it's time for them to assert themselves. But the question <laughs> is, do they? Go left or right. Level, they're moving more into the Republican Party. Hispanics. But but I mean in in Chicago though they're 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 represented by socialists, atheists. They're just completely people for the most part who don't represent those communities what's whatsoever. Right. And so I mean, is that going to change? Is someone going to is someone going to go into those communities and say, look, these people who are supposedly representing you don't represent your values whatsoever. You know, you, you need some, you want someone different. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid Chewy, I'm afraid Chewy's a front runner and, and Chewy's just going to, uh, you know, if he wins, uh, it's going to be that much harder to shake, um, uh, shake free from, uh, you know, these Left wingers who are representing the Hispanics in in Chicago and in in our area. You know, is there is there a way to stop? Is there a way to stop Chewy? Why would he want to shake free when he's one of them? Why would he want to shake free of the left? He is of the left. No, no, That's no. His thing. No, they the voters to shake free. Of, oh, of I see. Well, you need the leftist. Where's the cardinal? Cardinal. <laughs> Yeah, isn't there a card, Roman Catholic cardinal in Chicago? Yeah. He's busy trying to get to Rome, I think. I see. But it's there so was a time when uh, church leaders would also point out, you know, who's on your side, who's not on your side. And I, I think that the groups that aren't particularly enamored of uh, Christ <laughs> might not be the fans of the Catholics. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that because... I'm a heretic as far as all you guys are concerned. Yeah, those nasty right. things you said about George Soros, you know, geez. Uh. <laughs> hey, did you see, did you fellas see where one of George Soros's uh, state's attorneys or attorney general, whatever you want to call him, in Philadelphia has been impeached by yes. the House of Representatives in Pennsylvania, and he'll go on trial in the Senate shortly? That'll yeah, be one I think that's why couldn't that happen in Illinois? Because we don't have democracy in Illinois. We certainly don't have democracy in Illinois. Nope. Now, if you read my columns, John, you would have read yes. about uh, several weeks ago. I talked about no democracy in Illinois anymore. Now the Wall Street Journal is following you. They follow your opinion. Yes, you're absolutely right. They did today. Right. Yes, I was very happy to see that. I'm going to write and congratulate them. Tell them, thank you very much for following my lead. All right. Any final thoughts on any of the any other issues out there that we didn't uh, hammer on or address? Yeah, I prediction. I believe that Chewy Garcia, unfortunately, will be the next mayor of Chicago. Unfortunately, I like that. That's I, I think that if Chewy Garcia is the mayor, uh, there would be a great pain for the city of Chicago. If the city of Chicago is going to survive. They will push school choice. They will go after the crime issue. 
and isolate Kim Fox and Tony Parkland. If that's not done, there is no city. Chewy wouldn't do that, would he, though? You think Chewy would go after Chewy, those? He's, he's not going to do that. He's He was Tony Preckwinkle's floor leader when they pushed through that uh, don't deal with ICE bill in, in, uh, that the media is ignoring, where, that, where a young man named Dennis McCann was killed right. in Logan Square on a drag for a mile under the on Logan Boulevard. Uh, by a guy named Saul Chavez, who was an illegal uh, immigrant and was let loose and cut loose. Then he disappears. We should just go to Governor Daddy Warbucks and ask him if he just buy the election, this election, too. Why don't we just do that? Get it over with. Why vote? Just pick the guy, buy it, get it done. Dan, any preferences? What do you think? Any final thoughts on uh, on the politics of Chicago or anything we missed? Well, I, I think that uh, I Chicago, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what hope there is. I like Paul. I like Paul Vallis, but Paul Vallis is a is a terrible campaigner. Uh, and that's not a knock on him. I, I like Paul because of the way Paul is Paul's and what Paul guy. believes. Look, I'm, I'm on the board of Empower Illinois trying to get get money for uh, to, to help. And these poor kids go to go to private schools and get get them out of these these public schools. Uh, so I love what Paul Vallis is uh, is about, but um, I, I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna be able to do it. I'm I'm watching to see what happens with the uh, House of Representatives in Washington with the Republicans there. Who's going to be the speaker? It's gonna be very interesting. And I'm I'm gonna I, I'm uh, actually been talking to some of these Republicans to try to get them to. Uh, support some changes to the rules to actually stop the speaker from being a, uh, a dictator in the house, which I think would be helpful to, uh, to the, to the country. So those are my final thoughts. All right. And of course you can read uh, Dan Lipinski's columns at danlipinski.com, Bill Lipinski's columns at billlipinski.com and John Cass's column at johncassnews.com. I'm Ray Hanania. I'm Bill Lipinski. I'm Dan Lipinski. And I'm John Cass. And this has been Two Guys on Politics. We'll be back next week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it.